Hey, I'm Casey Stone, and I am a lover and an encourager of people. Come on, that's you. I know this faith message is going to help you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, family! (laughs) I'm Casey Stone. Thank you so much for joining me live here today. Come on, I see you jumping on, and I'm so grateful that you're choosing to spend a few minutes with me in the Word today. Thank you so much for doing that. Whatever platform you're watching on right now, will you do me a favor and just share this with your friends and family? Just click the share button. I want to um, encourage other people and as many people as we can together. Amen? And if you haven't subscribed, the heck are you waiting for? Just do it now, really quick. We're so close to 5,500 subscribers. Oh my gosh, look what God's done. From all over the world, 5,500 subscribers. We have a huge goal to reach 10,000 subscribers by the end of the year, and I would appreciate you helping us achieve that goal. Thank you so much for that. And if these podcasts are ministering to you, please don't hesitate to donate. You can uh, find the link in the description of this video. We want to reach as many people that we can for Jesus Christ. And your financial partnership is such a huge part of that uh, ministry with us today. So thank you for that. And I would also love to pray for you. Any prayer requests you have, you can leave those in the comments or send us an email to info at stoneministries.online and we will get that prayed over. Amen. We'll be in agreement with you. I promise. So grateful that you're here today. We all know the story of David and Goliath. You can find anybody in Walmart that's never been to church before and ask them about David and Goliath and they know the story, right? It's so famous. But I want to talk today about a specific phrase that David says, excuse me, a specific phrase that David says while he's uh, at the Valley of Elah, he uh, is has gone down there to take his brothers some lunch. Uh, he doesn't even like his brothers, but he goes down there to take his brothers some lunch. And he, he's noticing that everybody's just kind of standing around. <clears throat> and then he begins to talk to his brothers. And uh, he had just been told that whoever kills Goliath um, gets uh, tax-free, right, for, the, for history of their family, tax-free. Their family's debts are paid, and he gets the king's daughter, Michael, beautiful king's daughter. And so David only says one phrase there. He says, where's my slingshot? <laughs> if I'm getting all that, where's my slingshot? That's not the phrase I'm going to talk about today, but that, that was a funny thing. David says, where's my slingshot, man? That's what you get. Give me my slingshot. Give me, give me a rock. I'm going to take this taken care of. And so he'd made a decision to get it taken care of. Now enter his encouraging brothers. <laughs> First Samuel chapter 17, verse 28. The Bible says this, Now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he had spoke to the men. And Eliab's anger was aroused against David. And he said, Why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart, for you have come down here just to see the battle. What? What? This is not David's heart that has an issue. Come on. David's heart is what got the attention of God whenever he was searching over the nation of Israel to find the new king, right? It's not David's heart that has an issue here. This is not David's heart. This is Eliab's heart. Eliab's heart was full of pride. Come on. Eliab's heart was full of um, the the naughtiness uh, that, that the scripture talks about there. It's not David's heart. And I love how David responds. Look at this. Verse 29, David responds by saying this. What have I done now? What have I done now? Meaning, are you kidding me? I've come down here to bring you lunch. I don't even like you. 
and I'm come down here to bring you lunch. What have I done now? And then he makes this incredible statement. This is the phrase that we're going to talk about today. He says this. He says, what have I done now? And then he says, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Right? Whenever I read that statement that David says uh, in 1 Samuel 17, I think about John chapter 18 and verse 37 when Jesus is talking to Pilate and Jesus says, "Uh uh-uh, I was born for this one cause, for this one cause. I was born for this cause and that is to share the truth with the world. I was born for this cause. So good. See, a cause is bigger than a vision. A cause is bigger than a dream. Come on, a cause is even bigger than an assignment. A cause is something that will pick you up and make you become part of something way bigger than yourself, right? Anything you've ever dreamed of, a cause will make you become what you were supposed to be in life. A cause will make you finish the assignment. So amazing, a cause. Is there not a cause? David makes that statement. And that's something that we have to gather our thought around and say that same statement in our everyday life. Because whether you realize it or not, we all, you are sitting right now, wherever you're at, and I'm sitting right now here where I'm at, and we are a part of the cause that Jesus came for. We're just as much wrapped up in the cause that Jesus came for as he is in John 18. The cause to share the truth with the world. To share the truth with the world. Right? There's something bigger driving us here. We, this is not about us. There's something bigger driving us here. David says, is there not a cause? The cause. Come on, we're blessed to be a blessing. That's part of our cause. A cause will build something inside of you that will shoot you in the right direction, that will catapult you into what God has for you. A cause will keep you fighting that good fight of faith whenever you don't want to stand, stand there for some more, right? A cause will create inside of you a purpose and a destiny that no man can shake that no man can shake. It was funny to me that what we just read, uh, remember what we just read whenever David says, um, ask his brother, is there not a cause? Uh, what, he, what, he, what the Bible says that he does in verse 30, it says, David turned to another person and said the same thing. <laughs> so he tells his brother, is there not a cause? Is this not important to you? Is this not worth it to you? Come on, is there not a cause? And then I can imagine him stepping up on like a soapbox and turning around to everybody else. Is there not a cause? Is this not worth it to you? What is happening? Where is your mind? Where is your heart? Where is your cause? Something needs to be built inside of you that's going to make you do this. Right? That's what David's saying. And everybody else answered him the way that his brothers did. There was no purpose. There was no cause in the atmosphere. There was no cause in the atmosphere, right? Why, why, did it, why did it astound David so much? Because he was completely convinced. He was completely immersed in the cause that was happening right then, that, the, the cause that was driving him to kill Goliath, right? This is so good. David said, I have a cause, and because I have a cause, I'm going to kill that giant. I'm going to kill that giant. You have a cause today, and that is with Jesus, same cause he has, with Jesus to share the truth with the world, to share the truth with the world. You're just as much a part of that because we're joint heirs with Christ, right? It's our responsibility to share the truth with the world. Get that cause built up inside of you, and no matter what, 
No matter what. Get a no matter what cause built up inside of you that's going to keep you going, keep you living your best life. Come on, your blessed life. It's going to keep you living there. And you may be listening today and you're like, man, how do I do that? It's all in the way you walk, right? Whether it's one foot in front of the other, one foot, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not, really. Not that walk. Not that walk. But it's the way we live our life. The way we live our life. John 4 verse 24 says that God in the last days, come on, we're in the last days. We've been in the last days for a long time. But God in the last days, it says, he's looking for worshipers to worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. Now, what did Jesus say his cause was? To share truth to the world. To show truth to the world. Now God has an expectation of us to walk in spirit and in truth. To worship him in spirit and in truth. The word truth there in the original text in the Greek simply means this. The way you live your life. It just means the way you live your life. God's wanting us to worship him in the way we live our life. The truth. What is that? The way we live our life. How powerful is that? Jesus is coming in for the cause to show the world the truth. And we have an expect, we, uh, God has an expectation of us to live the truth, to live the way of life as the truth, which is what? Showing the world, right? How they should live. We're showing the world the truth by the way we live our life, by the way we walk, by the way we take steps, by the way we react, right? This is so good. We are a part of the cause with Jesus, showing the world the truth. God has an expectation of us, right? We are joint heirs with Christ. That means that cause is just as much ours. And the way we, we do that is we show the world the truth, just like Jesus was born to do. Amen? That's so good. The way we live our life. How are you walking? How are you living your life? How are you responding to circumstances? How are other people seeing the way that you react? Right? This is all part of the cause that is built on the inside of us. And part of the part of building that cause is staying connected, get, getting connected in a local church, right? Being reminded, staying connected to the source, praying every day, reading your Bible. All of that is keeping you connected to the cause. And once that is continuously built up inside of you, life gets easier. Life gets so much easier because now what I used to have to think and make decisions on are just natural to me. Because I have a cause built inside of me that makes me respond differently. I have a cause built inside of me that makes me walk differently. My steps are, are bigger. My, my, my stride is stronger, right? I'm just going like, like I'm, I'm, I'm just going like I'm an Iron Man or something because I have a cause that's built inside of me. And my cause is great inside of me, which causes my life to be able to easily live the truth for other people to see, right? Are you ready to pick up that cause today? Are you ready to pick up that cause? Are you ready to walk a little different? Make your stride stronger. Come on, this is so good. I know you are. I know you are. And I love you so much. I'm proud of you. I love you. Yes, you. And I can't wait to see you again next week. God bless you.